SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Warning. The following program contains shocking content that may give you a better or worse than pessimistic hope on anything you like. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. I wonder if Utah and Phoenix would go out of their way to make sure they weren't the number one seed. I can't help but think yes. This is actually working out perfectly for the NBA because nobody but nobody would want to play LeBron in the first round, right? I get the best record in the NBA, best record in the Western Conference, and my reward is to play LeBron in the opening best of seven series because LeBron and AD missed so many games. That would be the case. It's Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel. Opposite. Welcome to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 204 and your local radio affiliate on this uh, beautiful Sunday, May 16th. You're truly sitting in for the next two glorious hours, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OfficeOfPicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Emails, tweets, phone calls, little YouTube chat as well, right here on an Opposite Picks Sunday. Well, Capitals draw first blood. Dodgers win the battle, lose the war. Blood is clean, but the sport is still dirty. How's that 16-1 to ticket doing right now? Colby is in. Weber is out, but in as well. Uh, Kyrie's back in, but out to lunch. Uh, can steroids fix a broken heart? Mr. Vegas owned the WNBA. Wetzel Black Cloud stays on trout. Wetzel Black Cloud hits Marv Albert. Uh, who wants out of Houston settling in on Houston? And uh, no excuses for Dolphin fans. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, emails, and tweets right here again on a Sunday, May 16th, which clearly, obviously, a lot to get to. Uh, over the next uh, two hours here, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time. We got some NBA stuff. Final day of the regular season. And, uh, yes, as you may have heard at the top of the hour, there, the little promo. Uh, listen, we know who's in, but a lot of seeding is to be determined today. Some major seeds, uh, you know, figuring out where LeBron's going to be, all this uh, fear of facing LeBron in the first round. Quite frankly, I'd just as soon face them in the first round. I know the logic is... Well, maybe they'll lose to somebody else, and we won't have to face them at all. But, you know, where's the confidence? You know, these guys make $20, $30, 40000000 million a year, and they're all afraid to face thinking LeBron James, who's missed 26 of his last 28 games. It is remarkable, right? They all think they're the greatest things in the world, you know, going to the bank every other Friday with a seven-figure paycheck, and then yet they're all afraid to face LeBron James, who hasn't played in basically a month and a half. That is amazing with the NBA. So, but heading into the last day of the regular season, a lot of stuff uh, up for grabs. You know, who's getting uh, the number six seed in the West? Who's getting this seed in the East and that seed? Who's getting the number two seed or three seed, really, in, in the West? Um, and they're all trying to jockey around, again, based all on trying to avoid LeBron James in the West. And then the East, yeah, I mean, listen, they're not really afraid to face anybody in the East. Uh, you know, even the Brooklyn Nets, who did actually yesterday have their big three. But then, you know, maybe it's better. Maybe we were wrong about this. I don't know if you saw any of the, the uh, Kyrie Irving press conference yesterday, but uh, I appreciate him at least speaking to the media. 
But after watching it, you know, maybe he was right after all. Maybe, maybe it's just better he doesn't speak to the media, really. Office of Picks on a uh, Sunday morning just getting underway. We welcome in our full audience, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time. NBA heading into its last game. Hockey postseason started last night. Capitals beat the our beloved Bruins at 3-2 in overtime. So we are underway. We have three more hockey games this afternoon. And then we'll get uh, the rest of the game starting tomorrow. So it kind of trickles its way into this postseason. And we're still having regular season games in the NHL. <laughs> if you needed an example of what uh, 2021 sports are like, that, that's it. We have Now we've had baseball. Remember where we had the uh, opening days uh, over in uh, Mexico or Europe, or I forget where exactly it was. And then they came back and then played some more exhibition games. I think it was Oakland. Was it Oakland and Texas? It was the A's and somebody, if memory serves me right, a couple of years ago, where they actually went overseas, had opening day, and then came back and played a couple of more exhibition matches uh, games. <laughs> so the NHL is starting its postseason Yet, uh, we got to get the Vancouver Canucks and Calgary Flames. God forbid we shouldn't have them play 56 games. Well, you tell me gambling doesn't uh, you know, run sports. It, it, it clearly does. There's no two ways. That, they're the main focal point behind that. Uh, so, they're going to have three, if not four, Calgary-Vancouver games this week while we got the postseason going on. Very bizarre. And, and as I mentioned on Friday, very convenient how it worked out that the two teams that couldn't play 56 games and well, well short are two teams that didn't make the postseason. Very interesting. I tell you, I think our Bruins got screwed last night. I, I really, I, I've yet to see an angle. One thing about the NHL, I'll give them some credit, I suppose, because you can't pitch on the other side. But we complain about instant replay with the NFL taking right so long. It's like, let's go, let's go. NBA as well, so long, please. It's so obvious, right? But the NHL, you know, instead of taking uh, two minutes, they take two seconds uh, with their reviews. And the winning goal last night, all you know, sometimes you wonder if the guys doing the games are like watching the game. Do you really just wonder, is anybody watching? Am I, am I getting a special feed? Am I watching a different game? Because Washington got to score the game-winning goal when it looked like they may have been offside. But all the focus was on this one guy, when in reality, it was the other guy that really, to me, was offsides. And... They took about literally 15 seconds to look at it, said it was onsides, not offsides. Goal counts, Capitals win. Meanwhile, I've yet to see really an instant slowdown replay of that goal. By just getting in the way, opposite picks on a Sunday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as just sports talk. Think of us as a full immersion crash course in sports news you can use. You listen. You learn. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. McAvoy, is stick snaps and half, and here come the Caps. Oshie ahead with Tom Wilson. McAvoy playing shorthanded. Wilson scores! And the pace this game started at, the physicality, the, the bar was set awfully high. As that changed directions. Alex Ovechkin over the shoulder of Rest. And Washington has a 2-1 Here's Wilson, drifting in, Oshie from out high with a shot, he scores! 
Yoshi and the Caps take game one. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. At Capitals Radio Network with the call there. They do win it 3-2 in overtime. Nick not officially getting credited with the goal, deflected it in. But, you know, here's the thing. Again, Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. I, I don't know why they didn't replay. I, I, I must have gotten a special feed, you know, that only I had this angle or only had this, uh, you know, goal scored. But uh, Tom Wilson for the Caps brought it across the uh, the blue line. And they were looking at number four, Brendan Dillon, for being offsides. But there was another guy, Nick Dowd, who actually scored the goal, who was, you know, three or four feet away. Now, it wasn't like he was 20 feet away. <clears throat> you know, he was the one that looked like was across the line. But the guys on TV were talking about Dillon. So they went to replay. And literally, it, it couldn't have been more than 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. I swear these guys just listen to the folks on TV and whatever they say goes. And they said, okay, it was good because the guys on TV said, yep, Dylan was on sides. Well, what about the other guys, you mope? You know, are you, are you watching the game? Are you, are you seeing the same thing I'm seeing? You had two guys that were close to being off sides. Don't mention the other guy at all. <clears throat> so goal counts. And what's disturbing is I've yet to see they have to, right? I mean, in, in the NFL, you know, logic says you have a camera at the goal line to see if a guy crossed the goal line, right? You know, that, I mean, that, you don't have to be a genius uh, to think that that's where they'd put one of their 50 zillion cameras. Well, in the NHL, you think they'd have, you know, right? You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be a Gordy Howe here to figure out, okay, if we're going to have a couple of extra cameras, we better have one at the blue line to make sure all these things are on sides, right? Did we get one straight down the line? No. We literally got one or two that was kind of like from behind, and you didn't see uh, Dowd whether he was on or off sides or not. So it's just, you know, that that's the NHL. I'm not a big replay guy, but as I've told you many, many times, I think we lost our YouTube feed, Chris. Uh, I, I've told you many, many times, you know, instant replay should be used to make sure a team that loses a game is not supposed to lose. Or, you know, a team that wins a game is not supposed to win. At least not on that particular play. That's what it's for. They should have taken two, three minutes and looked at two, three, four, five different angles I mean, ultimately, all you need is one, one camera shot right down the line, and then they never showed that, at least not on TV. So, you know, they go through all this rigmarole to, uh, you know, have instant replay and 50 zillion cameras, and yet here we have a situation where they could probably use it. A team actually gets credited for a win, when in reality, I don't know if they really should have. It seems to me he was a tick off sides, but you never know. Uh, horse racing yesterday. Wow, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? I don't know how many guys that actually are out there horse racing anymore, betting on, on races. Uh, you know, but some of the bigger races, obviously. But I don't know how many hardcore, dedicated uh, horse racing folks we have. But uh, this horse, Rumbauer, uh, 11-1 uh, winner at the Preakness yesterday. And that You know, that's a good story in itself, and that the owners are basically, you know, without putting them down, a bunch of nobodies when it comes to the racing world. First time that they've had a horse in one of the Triple Crown races. I guess they're basically a horse racing machine that they buy horses, train them up, and then resell them. This is one horse that they couldn't resell because of the COVID situation, so they were kind of stuck with him. Um, you know, they put him into practice, and I'm sure that's got to be a pretty penny. I'm guessing that's got to be at least a million-dollar buy-in, right? So they can't hate the horse. So they get him into the Preakness, and the darn thing actually wins. So that's one story. It was an 11-1 upset. 
uh, what really to me the story is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Medina's spirit finishing not even first, not even second, but third. And then Baffert's other horse, Concert Tour, finished ninth in a 10-horse field. Said uh, Medina spirit jockey, John Velasquez, afterwards, I had to come out running to get my position. Well, what were you going to do? Stop at the gate? Duh. Uh, I knew that he was going to be pressed today. I was hoping that he wouldn't overdo it, and uh, we did. Hmm, interesting. Uh, then Mike Smith, jockey on concert tour, Baffert's other horse, who again finished ninth, who actually switched from Midnight Bourbon in the Derby to, to concert tour for some reason, said afterwards, uh, speaking of the horse, he didn't seem to participate at all down the back slot, uh, backside. He just wasn't going anywhere. And when I put my hands down, he just backed off. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah. You know what's strange there, Mikey and uh, Johnny? Uh, that both of your horses went through extensive drug testing, and they were going to make damn sure that your two horses were as clean as clean can be. And one finishes a, a disappointing third as he failed down the backstretch, and the other one was an embarrassing night. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how horses who are clean don't do as well versus horses that end up being dirty? Isn't that interesting? Maybe we should have, you know, since the four-letter network owns sports, maybe we should have Alex Rodriguez, you know, talk about that. What do you think, Alex? So what does roids do for you, and what does it mean to not have roids? How do you think not having drugs in a system of a horse affected the horse today? What do you think, Al? That, that would be good TV. <laughs> that would be good TV. You know, doing getting a uh, hiring over, I know it was on NBC. I think it was on NBC. I don't know where it was. Uh, you know, hiring uh, Alex Rodriguez as soon as he gets over his broken heart with, with, with J-Lo. Uh, can roids fix a broken heart, by the way? I, you know, all these stories about Alex Rodriguez crying because he broke up with uh, J-Lo. Now she's going back with uh, what's-his-face there. Are we that really that interested in Alex Rodriguez? Really? Take a couple of more needles in your ass, Alex. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, that would have been great TV, right? You know, having to interview the jockeys and say, well, gee, what do you think? You know, your horses were clean today and you finished ninth out of ten horses. Uh, you know, uh, Wetzel could have beat you in a race, for goodness sakes. Isn't it funny? Baseball, uh, Dodgers win again, but so they win the battle. They may have lost the war. Corey Seager now out with a fractured hand. No word on how long he's going to be out, you know, but a typical injury like that, supposedly four to six weeks. He's only hitting 267. You know, who's doing anything this year? But, you know, they'd finally kind of turned things around. Fourth straight win last night. He gets plunked on the hand. Wasn't really a bad, bad pitch. It's just one of those where the batter, in this case, Seager, kind of swings, and then he realizes, oh, it's coming high and tight. Couldn't get out of the way, and it, it, it went off his hand off the bat. Actually, probably swung. I don't think they ruled it a, a swing or not, but. Uh, so uh, he's, so he's out. out. And then. And then the news before the game. How do they know? I mean, you know, it, this doesn't make any sense to me. But they are, uh, they were back on TV. How about that? Or at least YouTube. They are supposedly the front runners, and it looks like they are signing Albert Pujols. How about that? That's interesting. You know, you figure Pujols would have gone to an American League team because of the DH. But, you know, they do play interleague games, you know, a lot of interleague games, but, you know, mostly National League games, so there's no DH. So I, I don't quite get the – I don't want to be with the LA Angels anymore – because they're going to be sitting me a lot of the time. So I'm going to sign with a National League team. 
you know, where I don't figure without a DH, especially, I don't figure to play every single day. Now it is the Dodgers, but it's not like he hasn't won World Series before with the Cardinals. It's been a long time. Is that it? He wants to go to a team where he figures he could just win, and he's willing to accept less playing time with the Dodgers, but not with the Angels, who stink. Um, I, I I don't know, but th- this smacks of, of just like, well, wait a minute, Albert. Uh, a week ago, you told us, you know, they they didn't cut you because they don't want you around anymore. They cut you because you bitch and complain about playing time, and now you're going to sign with a National League team. You may finagle him a little bit over at first base, but, you know, most of it is going to be him being, you know, pinch hitter off the bench. That's, that's, that's very strange. He, you know, I'm guessing somebody else must have come after him. No, maybe not. I, that is or he's just chasing rings. Very strange there. Very strange. But the rich get richer in baseball with the Dodgers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, opposite picks on a Sunday morning, 25 past the hour. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in, taking you right up until 10 a.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. It's 5 to 7 a.m. Sunday is a little reprieve, getting up a little bit later. Although, in a lot of ways, as I mentioned before, sometimes it's easier to get up at 4 o'clock than it is uh, you know, on a weekday than it is uh, you know, 6.30 or so. That is Sunday morning. Very, very, very strange. Uh, how's our black cloud doing on Mike Trout, you no doubt ask? Uh, let's see how our boy is doing. I haven't had an opportunity to check. You know, weekends are so busy around the uh, Wetzel household. So much going on. Why don't we see? You know, without knowing for sure, you know, maybe the guy, uh, you know, I know they lost a couple of games to the Red Sox. Maybe, maybe he went four for five both games, though, right? You can't blame him for that. I mean, he is the greatest player in the history of mankind, right? I mean, so he can't take responsibility for scoring, you know, 15 runs a game, only 14. So let's see how our boy is doing. Hmm. Yesterday, in a 9-0 ass-kicking, good old Mikey went 0-2 with a couple of walks. No RBIs. Obviously, no uh, runs uh, or home runs either. Hmm. No strikeouts, though. So pretty good for Mike, uh, you know, all things considered. All right, how about uh, Friday, you say? They lost 4-3. to three. Certainly, he must have had at least three RBI, like all three. I mean, he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Hmm, 0-4 with two strikeouts for Mikey. So two games in the bandbox called Fenway Park, the greatest right-hander in the history of the game, is now 0-6 with a couple of strikeouts. Isn't that just sweet? Uh, how was he the day before that? Well, the day before that, he chickened out and didn't play against the Houston Astros, remember? Okay, well, what about the uh, the game before that then? Oh, against Houston? Uh, 0 for 3. What about the first game against the Astros? You know, this is the team that the Angels, including Trout, was bitching and complaining about, right? About cheating a couple of years ago. Certainly, he must have had a monster series, that series, right? Uh, 0 for 3. Uh, how about the game before that against the rival Dodgers? 0 for 3. He is in a, right now, 
6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's in an 0 for 15 slump. Eh, no big deal, you may say. Even for the greatest player in the history of mankind. Well, since the Wetzel Black Cloud paid attention to Mike Trout, and oh, by the way, since they released Albert Pujols, Mr. Trout swimming uh, downstream, 3 for 25 with one RBI since May 6th, since they announced that they were releasing Pujols, or at least designating him for assignment, so kick him off the team. Officially, he's got to clear waivers a couple days later. But since they basically kicked him off the team, although it's on Pujols' you know, back, he's the one that wanted it, Trout is 3 for 25 with one RBI. And maybe it's not even the Pujols thing. For the month of May, Mr. June Swoon uh, is doing it a month earlier, 7 for 36. 16 strikeouts. 16. He's got over twice as many strikeouts as base hits, four lousy second RBIs, and three of those have come on two home runs, a two-run shot, obviously, and a solo blast. So he's got one other RBI in the month of May. And now we're at the 16th. For the month of May, as his team, again, this is not just me pointing stuff out. You know, his team is going into the dumpster fire here. He's hit 175. One stinking lousy 75 for the greatest player uh, in the history of mankind. As his team is now six and a half games out of first place in last place in the AL West. Less or as many wins as the Baltimore Orioles, the Pittsburgh Pirates, for goodness sakes, and the, uh, <clears throat> I can't say Colorado Rockies, they only have 15. Those two, though. Only one more win, though, than the Colorado Rockies. I mean, and, and uh, you know, Washington should be a little bit better, but still, <clears throat> the Washington Nationals. I mean, what a joke. So, again, it's not him struggling while they're in first place, no big deal. They're struggling as their season is getting, and he does, pissed away, and he does this every single year. When the Angels' season is lost, and maybe it just goes to show how much they count on him. Maybe that's it. But listen, when you get paid $35, $40 million a year, yeah, the team's going to count on you. So like it or not, there comes responsibility with a $35 million a year contract. Sorry. So as their season is getting pissed away, you know, when they finish this month, you know, 12, 13 games out, and their season is done, and this clown, I won't say clown, he's a nice guy, but when this overrated player hits, you know, 210, 215 with uh, literally six, seven RBIs, you know, we're all, and then he's going to go on a great run in August and September like he always does when they're out of it. It's just going to be another typical Mike Trout year. I mean, you know, FanDuel, I'm telling you, bet this guy under hits, runs, RBIs. You know, it's two and a half every single day. Total bases are one and a half, uh, which is a double. That's all it takes is one lousy double. Uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily do that. But uh, his hits, runs, RBIs total is two and a half every game on FanDuel. 
you bet him and you will make a fortune. Forget about the NBA playoffs. Forget about NHL playoffs. Forget about the Kentucky Derby, Preakness. Forget about the you know, PGA Championship this upcoming week. You know, forget about it all. Just bet under Mike Trout. I'll continue to bet the over to put the black cloud on him. You could cash in on the Wetzel Black Cloud working in reverse. Unbelievable. Just uh, three for 25, one RBI. Wow. And that's even with the day off against the Astros, knowing he had a day off the next day anyway. So if you think I'm the only one that's noticing this, best think again. If you don't think the Angels are realizing, uh uh-oh, here we go again. What can we do to break him out of this funk? Well, he's got a day off tomorrow. Yeah, but you know what? That's not going to be enough. Let's give him a day off today. Then we have the natural day off. Maybe that'll break him out of his funk. But nope. Uh, 0 for 6 so far in the Red Sox series. Uh, That's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. All right, uh, NBA yesterday. Got back to that. Uh, we We actually got a lot of games today that, you know, um, you would think are meaningless, but in reality, not really. Uh, let, let me just recap real quickly the NBA from yesterday, <clears throat> and then we'll get to today's stuff. Big three actually played. Nets beat the Bulls 105-91. Can't believe it, but uh, Kyrie, Durant, and Harden actually played for only the eighth time this year. Surprisingly enough, they only scored 105 points. So I don't know what that was all about. Durant uh, shot like the garbage, 4 of 17 for 12 points. Uh, Kyrie was 9 of 16 for 22. And then um, where is Harden? Harden had uh, yeah, Harden had uh, 5 points. So what would be the, you know, Fandle should do this, actually. Um, we'll see how popular the Nets get in the postseason. But they should have a total on these three. You know, no doubt, if you would have had a total of Kyrie, KD, and Harden, um, it would be, what, 60, 70, probably 80 points, right? You know, 25 apiece, then one some more, maybe 75 maybe. They combined for 34, 39 points. Five for Harden. What's even more surprising is he only took four shots. When's the last? Is this the James Harden that we saw hoisting up threes from half court with the Houston Rockets? I mean, how can a guy go from, I mean, just Chuck Ball City with Houston? They had a couple of decent guys on that team. It's not like, you know, when Chris Paul was there, you know, it's not like they were horrible, horrible. I mean, they should have made the NBA Finals the one year, for goodness sake. They should have won it the one year. I mean, you know, they had an opportunity, and this guy was taking 25, 30 shots a game. He comes over here to Brooklyn. Maybe he's just so thrilled he's out of Houston. I don't, I don't know, but you know, if you would have told me that James Harden would play a full game, uh, albeit only 25 points, but you know he was healthy enough to play the full game, he'd only get four shots, I'd be like, no way. No way, no how. But, yeah, five points for Harden, Durant with 12. Uh, Kyrie, despite all the goofiness with him, and we'll hear from him here in a little bit, uh, 22 points. Nets win by 14. They win and they cover. So a lot of favorites won yesterday. Boy, it's been a monster, monster week for the favorites. Lakers uh, get LeBron and AD back. So yesterday, isn't it just coincidental? I'm sure, you know, the, the you know the positive guy that I am. Last day or last weekend of the regular season, and Katie and uh, Kyrie and Harden all play for only the eighth time all year, first time in, in like three months. 
Uh, and isn't it miraculous that, uh, you know, last weekend of the regular season, Anthony Davis and LeBron are both healthy enough to play? Boy, isn't that just coincidental, huh? Mm, amazing. They both play. Uh, they beat the Pacers 122 to 115. They win, but they do not cover. But more importantly, they get the win. Knicks knock off the Hornets game goes over thanks to overtime. Uh, Randall with a triple-double. 118 to 108 over Charlotte. Celtics get a rare win. Uh, win at the teacups, 124 to 108. Meaningless game for both. Um, Suns uh, blast the Spurs, 140-103. San Antonio sat everybody. They're playing for nothing. Suns uh, clinched the number two spot in the West. Um, and uh, the Bucks beat the Heat, 122 to 108. Here's the NBA 2021. Heat battling for uh, the number four spot with the Nixon Hawks. They sat Jimmy Butler yesterday. Home court advantage, first round of the playoffs, a much, much easier, you know, seating and first round opponent if they get in the four or five slot and they rest their best player. Amazing. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. A lot of stuff is going on in this world, and uh, basketball is just not the most important thing to me right now. There's a lot of stuff going on overseas. All my people are still in bondage all across the world, and there's a lot of dehumanization going on. So, you know, I apologize if I'm not going to be focused on y'all questions. You know, it's just too much going on in the world for me to just be talking about basketball. Like, I focus on this 24-7 most of the time, but it's just too much going on in this world not to address. You know, it's it's sad to see this going on. You know, we all say we're human beings and we care and we're compassionate, but, um, you know, what are you doing to help? You know, and, and being in this gym, yeah, I'm grateful for opportunity. Yeah, it's a blessing, but... My goal out here, my purpose is to help humanity, and I can't sit here and not address that. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Wow. Kyrie Irving there. I mean, listen, it's hard to, but I'll do it anyway, criticize a guy who, who seemingly is trying to do something right, right? But... You know, my question would be for him as we play, you know, interviewer here, as I like to do in the many years I did cover press conferences, is like, why now, Kyrie? Uh, did all of a sudden the light bulb go off? I mean, do, do you think all of a sudden the world is having issues now? I mean, do you not realize this stuff has been happening for century, decades, century? I mean, it's been happening since the beginning of mankind. Uh, sadly, we, we've always had wars. We've always had all this stuff going on. So while it's very noble that you're taking notice of it, I suppose now, but it, what occurred, what clicked? You know, when you were winning championship with LeBron James in Cleveland, do you think the world was at peace? You know, are, are you are really? Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, when, when you were getting your monster contract from the Brooklyn Nets, when you, uh, you know, moved over there with KD, did, did you think the world was, was you know, beautiful? Everything was hunky-dory, uh, and all of a sudden, over the last year or two, the world is falling apart? Is, is that what you're telling me? I mean, is it maybe you got your gazillion dollars, and now you just don't care anymore, and now you have more time on your hands to do other things? 
uh, to be the philanthropist you think you are? I mean, you know, holy crow. I mean, uh, I'm telling you, Siri was at a civil war, my producer said. There you go. <laughs> He's a historian here. During the 2016 championship, what, what happened then? You didn't care about the Siri then? Uh, I mean... So it's noble that you have these things in, in your mind, but, uh, you know, listen, there's plenty of time for that in the offseason. You know, can, can you chew gum, walk and chew gum at the same time? I mean, uh, if you're willing, I tell this to people all the time, you know, uh, with all the grief that's going on in our country. If you open up a newspaper uh, or turn on a you know computer and look at a website, however you want to do it these days, and if you're going to let things all around the world affect your everyday life, you, you, you're going to be a mental small person, <clears throat> um, you know, before too long. I mean, every we and during my podcast, I open up the papers uh, and, and I come up with goofy stories that are in like the New York Post or Daily News, you know, legitimate you know, or Yahoo or wherever, legitimate real story every single day. There is something crazy going on, something ridiculous, something heartbreaking. You know, and not just funny or goofy, but just heartbreaking, sad, pathetic stories. The innocent, you can't go a day without an innocent person being shot and killed in Brooklyn, for goodness sake. And I'm not exaggerating. Every single day, some poor person is getting killed. And that's in his backyard, for goodness sakes, Brooklyn. So, I mean, if you let that stuff affect you, and if you're going to open it up worldwide, are you, are you looking for nirvana? Is that what you're telling me, that, that you're not going to be able to concentrate on basketball? And listen, oddly enough, you know, it comes in a day where he played great last night and, and uh, you know, the other two didn't. Uh, so so he, he's able to play through it all. But I don't know. If, if you're looking for world peace and everyone being happy, and it, it's, just, it's not happening. And if you let it affect you, I'm not saying it shouldn't bother you and you shouldn't do things, um, but... You know, when you can't, you know, put that aside to go play a basketball game, when you're getting, I'm sorry, when you're getting paid $30, $35 million a year, you know, you orchestrated KD coming here. You got the coach fired. You got, you know, probably the coach that you really wanted. I mean, you're running the show over there. That, 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 you know, you can't grab those responsibilities and then all of a sudden throw them aside and say, yeah, but I really don't care about the basketball. I mean, he said it, too. I mean, he wasn't waffling on that. Again, I'll give him credit. He wasn't like, well, I'm trying, you know, to be into the NBA, and I like the NBA. You know, he was just, I don't care about the NBA. <laughs> you know, how good is the guy going to be when he does care? You know, if he can go for 22 points on 9 of 16 shooting, and, you know, he's been a, a good you know, focal point, a big scorer on this team, you know, how good can he be if he really does care? But um, that, that's, i just like to know what, what happened. You know, if you're a Nets fan, can you count on this guy? You know, I, I mean, he's taken so many days off for personal reasons. They're not personal reasons. He doesn't want to be there. You know, and, and that's what I would have asked yesterday, too. But the dopey media here in New York are such kiss asses. God, any, you know, the, the reputational hardcore New York, my ass. These guys are as soft as soft can be. And I've been part of the media. All nice guys, but uh, most, most of them. So, you know, do they have enough balls to say, well, listen, Kyrie, you know, when you were taking these days off for personal reasons and you were missing game after game after game after game and your team isn't the number one seed, you know, in large part because you decided to go off for personal reasons, was it really, you know, issues to deal with your family, someone was sick, or was it just you just didn't want to play basketball anymore? Because that's what it sounds like. You know, that, that would be, I, I'd pinpoint them down. So have them say, yep, you know what, I just didn't want to play. Didn't care, didn't want to play. Okay, you know, then, then the next question would be, are you going to give back some of your money then? You're going to prorate the games, you know, that you were supposed to be there that you didn't play. 
not because of personal reasons, uh, just because you just didn't want to be there. You know, the insinuation, personal reasons that someone's sick, you're sick, you know, there are issues at the home that you got to deal with. Um, you know, that, that stuff does happen. But, you know, not wanting to be there because you're worried about what's happening, you know, uh, 15,000 miles away, that, that that's not personal reasons. Sorry. So do you have faith? If, you know, I, I put my American shekels on them. I did. I mean, I do have faith, but I'm crossing my fingers. As I've told you many times, you know, you can still get them plus 210 to win the NBA championship. And it's not about their ability. It's not about whether they're going to win. They are, and you can get them at even odds to win the Eastern Conference, especially the Eastern Conference. But they're three times the team the Milwaukee Bucks are. That, that Bucks team would struggle against the Boston Celtics, right? I mean, they're twice the team the Philadelphia 76ers are. They, they, they would blow those teams out of the way. If you actually had everybody healthy and on the court and in the right mindset, that Nets team is twice as good as any team in the Eastern Conference. You're not betting on whether they're going to be able to beat the other teams based on talent. Uh, when you put that play in, you're betting on are the Nets going to be there? Are they going to be healthy? Uh, are they going to be have the mindset? Is, is is Kyrie a day before the Eastern Conference Finals against Philadelphia or whoever? Say you know what I I I'm worried about what's happening over in uh, you know in, in Germany. I'm worried about over here. I'm worried about you know in, in Israel. I'm, you know I can't play. Sorry, that's what you're betting on. And that that it's as simple as that. And quite frankly, uh, they're the best team hands down. I do think there are some more you know obstacles in the Western Conference, uh, but I'll tell you now, if the Nets got through the Eastern Conference playoffs and got to the NBA Finals. And if Utah, which has the best seed um, in the East, or in the West, rather, got to the uh, NBA Finals, the Nets would be not a plus 210 underdog. Uh, if it was the Phoenix Suns, they would not be a plus 210 underdog. If it was the L.A. Clippers, they would not be a plus 210 underdog. Uh, even if it was the L.A. Lakers, save the best for last, they would not be a plus 210 underdog. They would be... At worst, against LeBron, that would be the one. Clippers, eh. but uh, Le LeBron and the Lakers with AD, that would be the one. That would be a pick'em series. That really would. Nets would have home court advantage. If if the Lakers got through and the Nets got through, that would be pick'em. And then that's why you're getting plus two ten now. Again, it's not because. Uh, you don't think they could get through the East or even beat the Lakers. It's just because. You don't know. You know, um, I will tell you this. If, if you do, you, you can't bitch and complain. If, if Kyrie bails, I mean, you can bitch and you can complain, but ju you know it's a possibility. It's not something out of the blue. It is without a shadow of a doubt, you know, whether KD gets hurt, Harden gets hurt, LeBron gets hurt, AD gets hurt, that's all part of it as well. But you know right now, when that NBA postseason starts and you're looking to grab you know, the Nets at plus 210, thinking, boy, this is pretty good, uh, just know there is a strong possibility that Kyrie could go AWOL. You know? I don't know if he would have the balls to do that. Um, you know, NBA Finals, first round, maybe he would. Second round, maybe he would, although that second round game would be uh, theoretically against uh, Milwaukee. Um you know, I, I still think they could beat the Bucs. Um, I still happen to believe they could beat Philadelphia even without him. But, I, you know, if he did that, I think the public is pretty much still on his side. 
But if he left for an Eastern Conference Finals, I don't know how much more the Net fan, all three of them, could put up with that. I, I, I don't, you know, maybe they would, uh, but it's uh, it's a little too bizarre for me. I, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you're looking for world peace. God bless you. Um, but it, it, you know, your life can't be fulfilled um, being, you know, uh, a multi-gazillionaire uh, because you're worried about uh, others. Uh, you know, again, it, it's good for you, very noble, but. Good luck on that. All right, baseball, yeah, we'll get the NBA schedule uh, hour number two because we have literally about ten games that have something riding on it. The final game of the regular season. It, it really is amazing how this play-in scenario, and the Lakers being part of it obviously helps, but the Lakers not knowing they could be as high as six uh, or as low as eight, depending on how things play out. And then if you're the... Other teams, you know, and you're jockeying for position, you know, two, three, four, you're trying to avoid them, I guess. You know, that's the thinking with the L.A. Clippers. There's a story out there. They sat everybody against Houston Friday night, and they got blasted. Uh, They play OKC today. You know, if the Lakers get to the number six spot, the Clippers would like to avoid them as long as possible. So there's some stories about how they're thinking about losing uh, and that's what they did against the Rockets, and they may do that against OKC today. <clears throat> I will tell you, uh, if they lose back-to-back games against the Rockets and Thunder to close out the regular season, to fall into a spot where they wouldn't have to face LeBron and company until the Western Conference Finals, if it turns out that way, boy, that's pretty weak. That is, you know, for a veteran team, as I spoke earlier, these guys are making a gazillion dollars. And if they're trying to figure out a way to avoid the Lakers, that's, boy, that's weak. That is weak. I'm telling you, you know, obviously the more games the Lakers play, the more risk they take with either one of those two guys getting healthy. But if I'm teams now, knowing that LeBron hasn't played for a month and a half, basically, and AD's been out for the good portion of the second half of the season. Wouldn't you want to face them early on? If you know in the back of your mind, chances are very good, you're going to have to go through them to get to the NBA Finals. Wouldn't you want to just face them right away, get it out of the way? Maybe get them a little rusty. You know, maybe get them off kilter just a little bit. I'd want to just get it done with. Um, Rather than rely on someone else to do your dirty work, yeah, let me play the Lakers right away. You know what? Where are they? They're going to be number six. I'll be number three. Are they going to be number seven? I'll be number two. Whatever it takes. Uh, let me play them right away. You know, you want to be the best, you got to go through the best. And not the Lakers. They're the defending champs, whether they are this year or not. So, I really, I, I would not have any qualms about facing them in the first round versus letting them get a couple of series under the belt. I don't know why the players don't have that kind of thinking, but uh, apparently they don't. All right, we'll close that hour number one next with our poll question here on Ups Picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Depend on it. This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. All right, poll question time. Oh, it's one of my favorites. 
apparently with you guys as well, over 100 votes so far. Most overrated player in Major League Baseball is Bryce Harper so far. I put down Mike Trout, Jacob DeGrom, Bryce Harper, and then the proverbial other name him. Harper getting 64-plus percent of the vote. Trout getting 21-plus percent of the vote. DeGrom nearly 7% and other uh, nearly 7%, 6.9 to be exact. So Goody Rops of Picks Feed, uh, O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks P-I-C-K-S. Get your vote in there. We'll update that uh, a couple times in hour number two. Got a couple of nice responses. Primetime Roman, uh, any Yankee. I got to like that one. You know, we need that kind of thinking in our podcast. Uh, Clearwater Kid, who's part of our podcast, says three-quarters of the stanky roster. Why only three-quarters? Why, why are you going low on us, Clearwater? I would think all of them, right? I mean, honestly, give me a guy who's not, you know, that's the problem. Here's, I was thinking about this the other day and why people think Mike Trout's the greatest thing in the world despite his numbers being just, uh, you know, decent. Not great, not awful, but just decent. We really don't have, this is probably, and I've been around a little while, sadly enough, this is probably the worst time of having a superstar player in baseball. You know, hockey's got a Ovechkin and Crosby. You know, basketball has, you know, pick any of them, right? Um, you know, uh, football, uh, Tom Brady, you know, and, and, and go on from there. What what does baseball have? I mean, really, it's it's got Trout, you know, it's got, you know, uh, Aaron Judge, who can't hit his way out of a paper bag. It's It's got, you know, guys like Harper, who I actually like, but, you know, they're average players when it comes to their numbers. You know, forget about the five-tool crap hole. They're just, we don't have the Hank Aaron, the Willie Mays, the big poppies of the world. We don't have those guys playing right now. I mean, baseball is sorely missing like a big-time, big-time player. So, And I think that's why they elevate Mike Trout. They're, they're trying to fulfill that role with him. And, you know, he's just... Anyway, we've been down that road. So get your vote in. We'll update that. Hour number two coming up next.